Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Grances, can you make some pancakes? Oh, shit. Okay. There, I got rid of them. Am I making any pancakes for the dwarf in the cell? We should probably, like, chat with him or at least try to chat with him a bit. We could bring him pancakes. And then Flint goes in wearing only his belt of <laughs> dwarven charm. <laughs> Maybe you should just give us some information about what your plans are, what the cult's plans are, why you were trying to maybe screw over the cult. I wasn't trying to do anything against the cult. I lost my mask and I was trying to find it with the divination pool. Did you get to ask the divination pool? The, the cult of the dragon has it and if I go back, I'm pretty much dead. I will help you wherever I can. Francis yells, oh, we're, uh, we're just about here. And oh, the city of Waterdeep itself, it looks fine. The walls look like they've taken some damage around the city. There's scorched earth all along the outside. Francis lands the airship. You bring Varam to the prison and he takes you up to go see Leosa. My goodness, it's been so long since we've seen you. We went right to get Varam. Well, that's wonderful news. Ben disgruntled with his former employer. We shall have him interrogated. The council meets in a few days. And they would bid you to join them. Uh, yeah, I think we could use a little a little bit of a break. Accommodations would be nice. Yes, yes, we'll get you the finest accommodations where you can rest, and then we will see you again in a few days. Hey, uh, it's the winter solstice celebration. Maybe we could, uh... Got plans, sorry, and I slam my door. Have dinner at my... I shoot him a thumbs up. I play. I'll be there. And you guys all separately get back to your apartments, and it's the next day, and you, uh, you hear Grancis yell down the hall, Dinner's getting ready down here! We're all discussing you know, things that have gone on and telling stories and you all begin to feel a little funny. And you look to Grancis and he says, oh, hold on. He comes out with a big, dusty, old book. He's shrinking in size, but so are you. And you guys shrink down to the size of a thumb and you are quickly surrounded by two or three dozen tiny, very colorful, frog-like people. And they're screaming, oh! Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We are a fifth edition actual play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and staring at me awkwardly is my wife, Amy Moore. Yeah, I am. And also with me today, Carla Johnson. Not staring at you awkwardly. Or am I? You might be. We don't have the video feed. I'm not. I'm not. And with us today, and not feeling great, but loving those hot toddies, is Tom Laird. 
Yes, I'm under the weather. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we, the witty banter we get to. We did great, yeah. you guys. That was super. I do have a quick question before we get underway. Yep. Uh, how's our aggressive rebrand to Jumjins and Dragons going? <laughs> oh, Shut the fuck up, Tom. Hey, the hot toddy. He thinks he's hot shit now. He's all he's all drunk and aggressive. <laughs> he he's all fired up. <laughs> Ready to start some shit. Um, I I'm just think stirring the pot over it's, here. It's uh, I, I still I I know that the playback is Dungeons and Dragons, but I still I'm gonna just hold to it. No, I was saying Dungeons. Well, you might it's a hard thought. thing for me to say, just it in is. general. Dungeons does not roll off the tongue. Yeah, and anytime that you know what, when we end up on Good Mythical Morning one day, oh, it's gonna happen in the future. Sh- shooting high, I didn't know this. Okay, good. oh yeah. I cannot be the one to be like, hey, we're from Dungeons and Dragons, because we're going to have to do like seven takes. Pretty sure they do edits, too, so it's probably fine. Well, and you just nailed it right then, Amy. Yeah, like 100%. Because I wasn't Should see being how stared hard down by Rhett and thinking Link. thinking about it. <laughs> thinking about it so hard. Who do you play, Amy? You, they- like a fiddle. <laughs> oh! Amy, oh. now he's going to try and kill you. Oh, in the episode. He does that oh, every single episode, you guys. Have you not noticed this? Russ is trying to off me. I have some pe- some some guest stars lined up in the wings just in case. <laughs> oh, just just in case. He's <laughs> been approached. Um I am the name that you said I was before. I play Thea Amastasia, a elf druid. A druid what elf. What level are you? Oh, of the highest. <laughs> She looks toward. She means her. ten. By that, she means ten. I. You know what? I was gonna say ten. I felt like yeah. it was ten. Yeah. Well, you just leveled up, so this is a new thing. For, yes, newish thing for you, right? Level ten. Um, and and Carla, who do you play, and what level are you? Uh, I mean, you're all level ten. Yeah, I feel whatever. like I feel like you really. <laughs> it's a much easier question for me to answer now. I, f- I feel like they got the answers yeah. to yeah. the <laughs> to the quiz. Uh, I am new Lara Moonbrook. Also. Level 10. What other kind of skill testing questions you got? I'm ready. What's, what are you? What's your race and class? Uh, uh, just kidding. I'm a human ranger. And Tom Laird, who do you play? I play Flint Firebeard, a mountain dwarf champion soldier. Also level 10. Only reason I ask is because this episode is our one year anniversary episode. What? 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 Crazy. So I felt like it was a good time just to, you know, hit hit that who we are on on the old noggin there. Just like where we came from, where we started. Yeah. You should have clips in of just us going, I can't remember how to play. <laughs> I wouldn't have to go back far. That was from last week. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. I'm pretty sure that will come up in the episode. Yeah, yeah, Russ was just like, that was to make sure we know our names one year into recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, what, I kind two of, years into playing this same game? I think we're almost... Almost yeah. three years into playing these yeah. characters. Oh my god! I imagine us from even just a year ago. Like when I think back, like we're all dorky teenagers with braces, and we're sitting around just being like, "Yeah, so I'm going to use my spells, um, and I'm going to do." I, I love everything about this. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> I'm going to show my 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 flaming sphere at him. And that's how I imagine. Why and can't then- that be Thea's character voice? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because too many of our listeners would just fall madly in love with me. I'd have <laughs> stalkers. It'd be this big problem. I mean, you'd have to really just stay off of Twitter all the time. Done. <laughs> As a preventative measure. 
something that we didn't do this time last year and that we're doing now is we are on Patreon. And Patreon is a way that you can support the creators who you enjoy the stuff that they're putting out. And on Patreon, if you are a patron of us, you could get a special episode shout out, like our special random patron of the episode, <laughs> Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. All right, out. We're going to play D&D. You guys got shrunk down and Grancis was like, oh boy, hey, uh, and his voice is getting higher and higher, which I'll pitch up in post as he shrinks. But the book that he's holding does not shrink, so he throws it in front of him, obviously, so he does not crush himself with this massive book that is growing in his hands. Guys, I, uh, I mix up the mashed potatoes with the, with the shrinking stuff, and I, I don't oh boy. I walk over and I just slap Grancis. Uh, you are very small and standing on top of a chair right now. I don't do that. I walk to the edge and I point at him. Yep. And meanwhile... A whole bunch of tiny frogs are coming out, and they start by saying, For the sock! And after they say that a few times, they begin talking in a language that you don't understand. That seems to be the only common that they, that they at least right now, are speaking. And they surround Grancis, and they are coming, and they have surrounded the chairs. There are a lot of them. Um, they have surrounded the chairs that you are all standing on. Now... Out of character. I'm uh, I'm not really a stickler for many things, but, I mean, who would go to a dinner party dressed in their armor and, and have all their weapons? What's everybody wearing? Hmm. Our, our fancy clothes. Uh, tuxedo and tents. Whoa. Yeah. Flint. Fancy. Well, yeah, you went back and you got, uh, you got like, dressed. I got stuff dolled on. up, you guys. Oh, yeah, you made a point of saying it. I believe I said <laughs> I bathed, so you're welcome. <laughs> um. Yeah, the only weapon that was talked about in the previous episode was flame tongue. So I don't know if you had that on you or if it was like off to the side. Oh, I think that perhaps she did because I gave her a scabbard mm -hmm. and I think she would probably have tried that on. Right. Agreed. Okay. Just, what a good you know, gift. not trying to like get around it. I fit it. it with a new handle. But... Yeah, that's exactly it. I was like, the only person who was carrying or at least had their weapon in the room with them, I think, was new Lara. Because of all this change. I gave Grancis a chef's knife, too. Yeah, he wasn't holding it at the time, though. Wah, wah. Uh, you are all without armor. Just keep that in mind for your armor classes. Uh, what, um, what and you're all standing on top of a chair. Thirteen? Uh, no, it's ten plus your decks. Okay, this seems a little uh, conspicuous and sinister. I mean, he accidentally mixes up the potatoes with the shrinking spell, and then, like, what, were all these frogs waiting in the wings for how long to come out and start chanting about a sock? Fuck this. Dia bends down and, like, takes off one of her socks and holds it in the air. <laughs> and as you do that, you see grappling hooks come up and hook themselves to the side of the chair. It's about five of them per chair. I, I throw my sock down over the edge of the chair. They don't seem to stop the frogs. Oh. What um, it wasn't obviously for that sock. What I, are they like the same size as us now that we're shrunk? Are they still little to us? They'd probably be about two feet tall. I don't know if like, this is okay. Drop I'm sorry, in. two feet real person tall. Yeah, yeah. And so and how tall are we? we? So, uh, well, so sorry, they're two feet real. Okay, how am I going to describe this? So, if you were regular size, they would be about. To look about oh. two feet to you. So if you're yeah, now they're big frogs. No, oh. no. So 
you are so Thea, you are what? 5'10? Five, 5 yeah. something. So, in regular size, so before you shrunk down, if they were, you know, equivalent to being big, they would look about two feet to you. So they proportionately look about two feet to you, pretending that you're still 5'10", even Mm -hmm. though you're really small. So you're five five centimeters, 10 millimeters tall. I don't understand how metrics work. (laughs) (laughs) Which is it, five centimeters or 10 millimeters? Those aren't... Do inches, man. You know inches. I feel like this is getting overly complicated. I know we're shrunk, yeah. but are they small to yeah. us or the same size? As yeah, us? they're small too. Perfect. They're, they're about they're about up to your they're about up just above your knee. Okay, we'll say where you are small. Okay, perfect. Thank oh, you. Oh, they shrunk with us. Yeah. Well, they they were already shrunk. They were already down there being that small. So we are also like. I'm so confused, but it's fine. They're still smaller than us. They're still only coming up to your knee. And I'm going to drop a, a, a picture of... Because what you're saying does up. not make yeah, sense. Yeah, I know. I'm trying. Have, I'm having difficulty describing it. Oh, that's something that... Right? Because if they're two feet tall to our knee when we're real life size, and we shrink down to however millimeters... No. Okay, so say you're like Thumbelina now. Yeah. They still only come up to your knee. So they're that small. Okay, so they weren't two feet then. Oh, I see what you're saying. Thank oh, you. God. Thank you for catching up. <laughs> Shut up. The way you're not explaining it very well. No, I didn't explain it very well at all, but. The, this fight brought to you by marriage. Uh, Skype chat. I just dropped what they look like in there. Oh, my God. They're adorable. Yeah, but they're coming for you. Yeah, and they're also brightly colored. Watch out. That means they're poisonous. Oh, I've watched so Animal Planet. Do they have spears and stuff? We've got a little bow and arrow. Look at that little cutie. Hey, important question. Maybe we question. can keep one when we get bigger. I yeah. have an important question. Um, did Donnie eat any of the mashed potatoes? I don't know. Did Donnie eat any of the mashed potatoes? I don't think we said Donnie ate any of the mashed potatoes. Would Donnie have eaten the mashed potatoes? Donnie's a metasaurus. That's what I was just going to say. I was like, I feel like he's kind of carnivorous. <laughs> All right. Donnie didn't eat the mashed potatoes. Sweet. We got a giant dragon, guys. <laughs> I mean, he's still, like, pretty weak, so... Yeah, but if we're only a few millimeters tall... Well, I'm not going to make Russ, like, change all his stats and stuff, but, uh, you know, we can, like... This 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 can help us in a way that is not Donnie just, like... Flapping around. Eating all these adorable little froggies. All right. What are you guys doing? The frogs are scaling the chairs, trying to get up to you. Uh, I'm going to... Get on Donnie. And Grancis is being led over to a, what appears to be a hole in the wall. Oh, oh, they're, so they're after Grancis. Well, they're after everybody, but oh, that's where they're leading Grancis to. He's the first one they got to because he was standing up, so he is on the ground. Oh, I see. I see. That makes sense. Um, What's our seating arrangement? Because I assume the other three of us are on our respective chairs. I had this very specifically... Because Disa came in. Yeah. So Francis was at the head. I was beside Disa near the door. Door was over here. Yeah. I feel like Disa and I were on one side, and Nulara was right across from me, and uh, Flint was kitty corner to me. Oh, okay. Nulara, Flint, and Thea. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to. It's very weird that that, that's what I remember from. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to send this to you guys quick in text here, and you guys can say if you agree or not. Flint, are you still awake over there? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Just checking. <laughs> there was a little pause there. I kind of got Long worried. hot toddy pause. Man, I haven't had a hot toddy in like two years. 
I could totally okay. go Okay, I just sent you guys that. a quick image of uh, roughly where, you know, everybody was sitting. Uh, the line above Grancis is approximately the location where he's being led to by the frogs right now, and the upside-down L in the corner is the door. Okay, I'm going to get on Donnie, because he's big now, right? He can fly. So I'm going to get on him, and I guess I'm going to go pick up my friend Flint, because he's the closest to me. Sure. Excellent. How many of these froggies are there? There's a lot. Okay. Like, there's... Yeah, five coming up on each chair, probably another ten down at the bottom of each chair, and then a whole cluster of them around and leading Grancis back. Yeah, there's a lot of frogs. If I can also, I I can't work out like the flight statistics of Donnie, but if I can, if I can also pick up Thea, that'd be great. I would like it if we were all together and one of us is not stranded on a chair. You're like five feet apart. Yeah, so. <laughs> he's just flying around a dinner table. He's just basically walking to get everybody. Okay. No, no, I meant um, for weight. Because Donnie's very small, right? He's like the size of a cat. You guys are quite literally like the size of Thumbelina right now. Okay. Then uh, I'm yeah. going to pick up my oh, friends. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget Disa. Well, but Disa's not going <laughs> to help us fight, is she? No, but we also probably... I mean, I invited her. We... We can't just, like, abandon her to the frogs, though. It's true. It's Flynn's <laughs> only love interest right now, whom he's not interested in. But the frogs are collecting the people and taking us through a hole. Why would we stop and... F okay, I guess this is the conversation we're having on the back of Donnie right now <laughs> about what we're doing. Uh, okay, let's, let's get Disa. I forget. Can you pick What's everyone up and just fly the fuck out of there? She's probably, well, that will make for a very fun session of D&D &D that our ah. DM has planned, so, <laughs> no? I mean, that you seems guys mean. choose what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, well, Disa works in that blacksmith shop, so she's probably real strong. She can thumb some mini frogs, right? I would have to think so. Okay, so let's pick her up and then fly down to, like, where they're taking Grancis. Donnie walks around and picks everybody up and just as kind of the frogs are pulling up onto the chair and you uh, fly towards Grancis as he, he's just ducking in and you see his head kind of poke back out and he's like, just, oh, oh, I know, I kind of know these guys, I think. Oh, don't, don't squish them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> and he is in he is in the wall now. Okay. Uh, well, I Guys, guess I don't think we should squish them. I agree they're very cute. I know. Um here's a thought. Hey frogs. What do you, what do you guys want? It's worth a shot, right? You uh you call down to them and they don't seem to respond in any way. They just um, the frogs that got up on the chair have this look of a little bit of dejection, like, fuck, we just climbed all the way up here, that kind of look. <laughs> but they are climbing back down now. Um, and the other frogs are walking towards you, but they don't seem to acknowledge what you're saying to them. Hmm. Thea throws her other sock down. 
Mostly so I'm not off balance. Sure. It still does not stop them. So you you barefoot now? I slipped my shoe off. I'm just checking. I'm not barefoot. I'm just, I'm just wondering if you're John McClane in this thing. I know. I'm not John <laughs> okay. You guys, I think we, I can't believe I'm the one saying this. We need to go get Grancis. Wow. Well, it is winter solstice. Seems like the charitable thing to do. So I guess bring us down, Donnie. I'm going straight to hell anyway, but not for this. Okay, so Donnie will land. How big's the door? Will he be able to go in with us? Uh, no, Donnie doesn't fit in the door. Natch. It's like a mouse hole. It's like a yeah, it's like a mouse hole. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Donnie lands down and his, his wings flapping kind of knock all the frogs back and they stand up and brush themselves off and continue hopping towards you now. Maybe Donnie can guard the entrance. Are they frightened of Donnie? That's what I was just going to say. Like He can just swat them away. Donnie's like much bigger than them. Can't he just block the door? We run through the door and he blocks it. Sure. I mean, they can start attacking him. He can fly away, right? Worst case. Worst case, friends. Yeah, let's let's go get Grancis. You land and slide down Donnie's tail through the mouse hole in the... Or the frog hole in the wall. The troop of... Frog people kind of climb up to where Donnie is, and uh, Donnie needs to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, that is an 11. For the time being, Donnie can't move. He is surrounded by largely of these, these green, most of them are these green frog-type creatures, and they climb up onto him, and he finds he can't move except to climb or make standing jumps. Okay. Did they frogify him? Yeah, he can't use his wings, and he can't just walk normally. He must make standing jumps or climb. And what are you guys doing? I run up to where they're pulling Grancis away, and I think, Give us back our Grancis! So you enter into this mouse hole, and you find you're quickly surrounded by an entire civilization of these frog people living inside of this wall. It's very humid and tropical, and there are vines and foliage growing all over the inside of the wall, and there are pools on different, you see different levels all cascading up and through the wall. Um, And you see the group ahead of, you've been now confronted by more of these green frog creatures. And they are taking Grancis, and they stop and turn, and Grancis is like, Oh, you got in. Good. Uh, hey, uh, so I lost these guys a while ago. Uh, and now I found them. What do you mean you lost them? Well, when I brought them back, they were bigger. Back from where? From when I was down, down south. Uh, I was looking into a bunch of different, bunch of different creatures and people, and... In different species. And Did you fucking shrink these frogs, Grancis? I didn't. I thought I just accidentally vaporized them. So, good news, bad news. Didn't vaporize them. Oh, boy. Classic Grancis. I look back at New Lara and, and Flint like, I completely regret coming in here. <laughs> um. But, yeah, I was on an expedition and I brought them back and... I didn't think that I shrunk them. I thought they just disappeared. But it looks like I shrunk them. And they've been living in my wall. 
Explains why there's some little bit of mold on the outside of the wall. It's kind of hot in here. So what... <laughs> Grances, what do you... You don't want us to squish them? What do you want us to do here? What What are these creatures? Well, I think uh, what some of the locals, they called them. They called them grungs. And uh, I don't know if they're good or bad, but I, obviously they've set up kind of a cool thing going on in here, and I'd like to kind of look into it a little bit more. Maybe we just let them, let them lead us to where they're going, and we see see what happens. Oh, Thea hates Grancis right now. Like he had to ruin it, didn't he? Like we were having such a nice winter solstice, and then he just had to go and like fucking grances it up. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what kind of sock thing they're talking about, though. That seems weird. Uh, do they seem to be, like, malevolent towards us, or are they just letting us, like, follow them? I assume they're still carrying grances? We're just, like, following them? or You guys have been greeted kind of at spear point, and grances is being led at spear point, and they're carrying different clubs, and... Uh, crossbows and spears and that sort of This is the worst winter solstice ever. Let's just go. Maybe they'll bring us to their leader and we can talk Grances out of this shit. Or murder everyone. Ooh, both are really good options. Happy winter solstice! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know that we have much choice but to just like go along with it for now, right? I whispered to Nulara, I don't have enough rope. <laughs> so you are you're just kinda going along with it at this point? Yeah, let's see where this uh this magical winter solstice ride ends. You are led through this this microcosm of a simul of the of a civilization here. Um and you are led past an area that kind of seems like it's pools of you see in there eggs and tadpoles. It's like a hatchery area. And you walk past a crude makeshift what looks like an armory. You see a few frogs as standing as guards and they've got a whole bunch of their makeshift weapons made out of small wooden pieces and bits of metal and that sort of thing. Um, and you are made to climb up to the next level. Everybody make a... Uh, Dexterity or athletics? 18. Or, uh, yeah, I'll give you athletics or acrobatics, depending on which you've got better in. <laughs> 11. 21. <laughs> Thea has her has her pretty clothes on, mm-hmm. so she's not a very dexterous or athletic mm-hmm. at this moment. Sure. Um, I should have asked earlier, but is Disa with you guys? Uh, yeah, I would Oh, yeah, we brought so. her. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Deesa gets a uh, solid 17. Thea tears into her dress and tries again. Everybody ahead of you seems to climb the the mossy vines quite easily, but you slide back down and are poked by one of their spears as you land back down. Poked where? In the butt. <gasps> and you take uh, two piercing damage oh. to your butt. To my... To your butt. <laughs> Make sure you specify that on your character sheet. <laughs> butt damage. Uh, Gotta hate that butt damage. The grung that is uh, standing by you reaches out and grabs your arm. Make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> I need to not ever roll dice. This is not. This is an eight. You're being guarded by a green grung. 
and you are poisoned. And you can't move except to climb or make standing jumps. I don't know if I am. No, yeah, I am. Yeah, so <laughs> you find you your movement is restricted, except you're doing better at climbing, and you can only move by making standing jumps. All right, well, I climbed the shit out of this mossy vine. So, yeah, you, this grung grabs you, and you find that, you, you know, you're doing okay climbing again. Um, but, yeah, you get to the top, and you can only move by making standing May jumps. May I jump in a forward motion? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. Um, so Hop around. Flint and Nulara, you turn to see uh, Thea just hopping along like a frog. Hmm. Well, that's new. No big deal, guys. It's not as bad as it looks. Though my butt hurts a little bit. <laughs> this magic power came with a price <laughs> and I kind of just bound around like I'm having a good time um, as you, I had some meat before I had the mashed potatoes <laughs> as you guys are talking Nulara you are pushed by one of the frogs Nulara make a constitution saving throw these frogs are so fucking pushy they're so rude 19 Okay, so a, a blue frog pushes you, but you you made the save, so uh, you you seem okay, and you continue forward. You climb up two more levels with relative ease. Thea hopping along quite I don't know jauntily. jauntily, as she yells from the bathroom, and you are led into what looks like a throne chamber, where you see at one end of this chamber a. A, a massive throne with a gold grung sitting on it, and he is surrounded by three orange grungs. The troop that's been leading you, they take you up, and they begin talking in a language you don't understand. And the gold grung and one of the orange grungs comes down, and the gold grung walks or hops up to Grancis and pokes him in the chest, and he makes a constitution saving throw. He is poked by the gold grung... Flint, you are poked by one of the orange grungs, kind of pushed a little bit. They're they're a little handsy. Flint, make a constitution saving throw. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, you do okay, but uh, Grancis begins speaking grung to this gold grung, and they're talking back and forth, having a conversation. Getting their grung on. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys respond to him being able to speak grung? Well, I think Thea puts two and two together. I get touched by a grung. I have to hop. He gets touched by a grung. He's got these weird powers as well. Oh my god. I turned toward them. I think they want to turn us into grungs. I don't know that they're grungs. I think they want to turn us into weird frog things. Yeah, he told you they were grungs. I think... Oh, fuck. Just use the first <laughs> one fun. that I said. <laughs> All three of you are kind of pushed around by a blue grung. Each. There's three of them on you. All of you make a constitution saving throw again. Guys, I'm going to get more than five this time. Seventeen. Oh, not twenty! Uh, seven. What a waste. Flint and Thea, you make your saves, but Nulara, you did not. And you were pushed around by this blue grung, and you find that you are only able to shout loudly. <laughs> or otherwise make a loud noise at the start and end of whenever you say something. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Did you, like, read up on Quelf rules for this session yeah. of D&D? &D? 
No, this is Volo's guide, man. It's good stuff. <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, at at the beginning and end, so loud so noise. Anytime normal. you say something, you say yep. Okay, just wanted just want to make sure I've got my language rules ready. Also, <sighs> I'm sorry, Russ, because I know you have to edit this, and it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> Nular, what do you think? What? Uh, what? Uh, that was weird. We got to find out from Grancis. Can talk to them now? Do you think, Grancis? Grancis looks over to you. He's like, oh, oh boy. Um, so, um, I was right. These were the grungs that I accidentally shrunk. Um, I've been talking to their head honcho here, and he seems to think that we can settle settle the differences of uh, me bringing them out of the out of the forest and into this new forest, which I think is quite nice. But he didn't seem to agree. Anyways, uh, there's apparently also something else that I, I I'm still not a hundred percent sure what it is, but there's something else that I've been that I, that I gooned up, and they want us to fight it. And if we make it disappear, they will let us go. Oh, boy. So unimpressed with Francis right now. Like, I can't even, look, like, I look at him, and then I'm like, I turn away, I can't even fucking look at you right now. See, I know. I, oh, oh, I know. I just, I just want to be friends, and I tried to make some sweet mashed potatoes, and it just... I've mixed... It's been a while since I used my spell recipe book, and... You know you don't need that for food, Grancis. You don't need that for food. But I put all my spells... It was a a different time. I put all my spells with my recipes. Shut up. What do we have to fight? I don't know. What do you guys think? I'd love some sort of weapon if we're fighting something. And he begins speaking in Grung again. And he turns back. He says, oh, yeah. Uh, They're going to give us some weapons. Uh, we just gotta go, gotta go fight uh, whatever this thing is that they said it is. I raise my hand because old habits die hard from the university where okay. I was a scribe. Okay. I say, yep. um, can I not hop? Uh, you try and take a step forward and you find you're able to walk again. Oh, thanks. It's killer on the calves. Nulara, should we go fight? Yeah. Let's Let's go fight. Could I stop yelling? You find you can't stop yelling quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they... What do you do to Russ? <laughs> <laughs> he talks to the gold grung again, and uh, they lead you to what looks like an open coliseum or arena. Oh, this is for sport, is it? And they have different weapons set up and they push all five of you through this door and the big gate slams shut so everybody make a constitution saving throw to not get hit by the gate uh no to two be pushed. Ooh, constitution 22 five guys uh, i'm nailing my, my totally yeah me too uh yeah that's uh, four four got it got a four gonna get some butt damage from that door hitting me in the butt my way into the Coliseum. I already got butt damage. I don't want any more butt damage. So, uh, Thea, you were pushed by a red grung, and you must eat, uh, you must use your action to eat food within reach. You find there are no food within reach. Uh, Nulara, you were pushed by a purple one, 
and you feel a desperate need to soak yourself in liquid or mud, and you can't take actions or move except to do so, or to reach a body of liquid or mud. What is happening here? Is the gold grung anywhere? Uh, Grancis was pushed by an orange grung, oh my God. and he is frightened of his allies. Well, he should be. So you were all pushed through. Uh, Thea, you get the munchies. Wow. Nulara, <laughs> you look around and you find there are definitely mud puddles all throughout this arena. And you feel the, the desperate need to get in there while still screaming your thoughts. And Grancis, he, he turns and looks at the gate and then he looks back at you guys and he cowers away from you. Um, as you hear the gold grung over what sounds like some sort of amplification device, and there are hundreds of grungs surrounding this arena, and a gate rises at the end, and stepping out from the gate is a giant white sock dragon. Um, And you see Grancis, and he is cowering away from you, but he says... Huh? That's my sock! Roll for initiative. Hey there! Happy New Year to you, and also happy one-year anniversary to you and us here at Dungeons & Dragons. One whole year! Whew. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us for episode 29 of Dungeons & Dragons, titled A Grancis Solstice Vacation. One quick note I want to make and give credit to before carrying on here is the monster that the adventurers are about to fight was homebrewed and given to us by listener of Dungeons and Dragons and general all-around amazing human being, Ty Zuniga, on Twitter at the underscore fierce underscore king. Go give Ty a follow, and Ty, I had to tone down the stats a little bit on this one on the fly because I kind of took away all of the adventurers' armor and really good weapons. Oops. It's still a super fun fight coming up thanks to you. I'll put a link to Ty's original stat block in the description for all to see. This episode is released on the exact day that we went live with our first two or three episodes of the podcast last year. So as such, January 3rd is our anniversary date. We're all thrilled to have grown the community and listener base that we have over the last year. And that includes you. Not a week goes by that we don't talk about how lucky we are, not just by being able to play the game and have fun, but to have people like you listen to us and interact with us on our many various social platforms from Facebook and Twitter to Instagram and Patreon. We are always humbled by the fact that people not only listen to us, but feel that we are worth their hard-earned dollars to help bring a better podcast to you each week. So thank you. If you're new to the Dumb Dragon community, or if you've never done so before, we would greatly appreciate you dropping us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps out a ton. Absolutely. And if you want to join us on anywhere we're on social media, links can be found at dumbdragons.com, or you can jump on over to Twitter and follow us at dumbdragoncast. I'm on there really pretty much all the time. Come say hi. I'm on there right now talking to someone. It's just how it works. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash dumbdragonpodcast, and you can also send us an email to dumbdragonpodcast at gmail.com. All links mentioned today will be in the description below. The next episode will be out January 17th. You know, I didn't realize January is a three-episode month. I gotta get to work here. Jeez. Let's jump back into the episode and fight a sock. Why not, right? It's a Grancis-centric storyline, after all. Anything goes. 
Okay, so Grancis is up first. What does he do? Wet himself? Yeah, he looks at you and he's like, I, 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 I'm so sorry, guys. And then you see him kind of begin to speak this incantation and the fear leaves from his eyes. And he looks towards the dragon and says, Oh boy, I fucked up. <laughs> but let's get out of this, okay? Okay? And now it is the Sock's turn. Okay, and he bounds towards you because he doesn't have feet. He's just a Sock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this creature is a Sock? And it looks like a well-used Sock. Oh. Like, it's got some stink to it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to paint a picture here for the people. Um, and it's hopping through the mud to get to you. And it... Uh, uses its frightful presence on you. Everybody must make a wisdom saving throw. I'm tired of rolling dice, man. This is what this game is all about. I just, I'm not doing a very good, yep, there it is. Um, 12. 16. 13. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. I can re-roll a wisdom save. Yeah, you can. can. <gasps> Thank you. I look at, I look at Nular and I wink. I fucking rolled a four, you guys. God damn it. Um, so, uh, Thea yeah, and good. Nulara are frightened of this of this creature. Keeping Great. him... Yep. Scared and hungry. Scared it's and hungry. Scared, my life. scared and muddy. And loud. <laughs> and scared, muddy, and loud. No, you, you find your screaming has stopped, but you still feel the need that you need to cover yourself in mud. The screaming has stopped? I mean, it's tough because I, like, Nulara would also just, like, s- this would be very embarrassing for her. She would not keep talking very much. She's a very, very quiet person, generally. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. I'm just going to quickly look up frightened here for you just to make sure we know what that does. Just to see how frightened we are. So a frightened creature has disadvantage <laughs> on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. The creature can't willingly move closer to the source of fear, and you can make a saving throw at the end of your turn to save from that. But it makes that and casts that, or it doesn't cast that, but it does that, and Thea and Nulara are frightened, and it comes forward and attacks Flint with its thread breath. I was going to say rivets. No, that's a 60-foot that's a cone. It attacks it, wick. everybody with its thread breath. Mm. That's because, yeah, that's a big, that's a 60-foot cone. Everybody's kind of clustered. So everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, it's more than a nine. (laughs) I'm in double digits, you guys. 13 for me, Russ. 14. Uh, 15? Not that that's going to win These are not, this is like the worst rolling ever. I think it was the best roll I've had, and it was 15. I had a nat 20. So... I guess I did roll a 19 on something something totally useless. Mm -hmm. Uh, So from its sock mouth comes strands of thread as it falls over you. And everybody takes full damage, taking 34 bludgeoning damage. What a legitimate fuck. It's a sock, Russell. It's an adult sock puppet dragon. Gross. Oh my god. What the fuck does that mean? It means it's fully grown. Oh, that's not what Getting I thought it meant. Yeah, Getting right? It's so- an adult, like from an adult <laughs> store. 
for adults. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? I like that Amy go. and I always have our minds in the gutter. I feel oh, like always. I'm so glad I'm not by myself. You should have been full. I wasn't. You, sh- you should have been. Everybody should have been full. You had yeah. three days of rest. Are you sure? Yeah, you had three yeah. days of rest. Okay, I had three days of rest, and then I had minus. How much 34. did my butt hurt? Oh, your butt hurt too. <laughs> 68 and then minus 30, so I'm at 38. 34. You're at 34, because you took 34. So you're at half of what? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, now it's new Lara's turn. Uh, okay. And you are frightened. I'm frightened. And you want to cover yourself in mud. And I'm frightened. Yeah. And Sweet. You, the only way you can move is to move towards mud, but you can't move in the direction of the dragon. Conveniently, there's a mud puddle right behind you. Perfect. I guess I back into that mud puddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's my first action? Or that's my action, yeah? So much to think about. Does my grung spell mean I have to stay there? Or now that I have soaked myself in mud, can I get out of that puddle? Oh, yeah, is she satisfied? Um, I think that's your action. Uh, or at least one of your actions. Uh, it takes actions to move, except... Yeah, so... Uh, once you're soaked, so uh, for a- an action, you are covering yourself in mud. So you still have one more action, I believe. But I can't move towards <gasps> the sock? Mm, not, in- you have to make a saving throw at the end of your turn. But she could maybe use a ranged weapon at the sock? Well, I don't She's have a ranged weapon. Don't I right. only have my sword? You only have your sword. Right. Great. I will do nothing. I will make a save to try to not have this problem my next turn. Yeah, because I can't do any. I'm not gonna throw my sword. <laughs> you can move got. further. You could move further away to another mud puddle. No, that's fine. I want to fucking stab right. this sock when I have my faculties restored. Wis- wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, great. That won't do it. It's a ten. Uh, no, you're still frightened. Great. You should probably also take a healing surge before your turn's over. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Once looking out for my safety. Flint, you're up. On these weapon racks, you find uh, there are various degrees of uh, warhammer, axe, spear, ranged weapons, bows, that sort of thing. So whatever you want to grab, and uh, I will tell you what it uh, what it would equate to. Uh, some sort of two-handed battle axe would be ideal. Sure, sure. Well, I'll give you the I'll give you the plus seven to hit. Uh, okay. Just because that usually is stands for proficiency and stuff, um, but we'll give you a one d twelve plus two on this one. All right, so half of what I normally do. Yeah. All right, I uh, yeah, I grab an axe off the rack and I go charging over at this sock dragon. Sure. Hem that motherfucker. <laughs> That's a nineteen, but not critical. Uh, nineteen will hit. Yeah. Perfect. Eight and two, that's ten damage. It will take that ten damage. Okay. And I will attack him again. Yep. That's another 19. And 19 will also hit. Ooh, two damage, but I get to reroll that. Ooh, yeah. Six and what was it, two bonus? So eight damage there. Okay. I'm going to hit myself with a healing surge real quick while we're uh, standing around. Sure. While you're standing around fighting a giant sock. Just doing nothing. Uh, That's right. At 
At the end of your turn, the sock puppet dragon heaves a little bit, and coming forth from its maw, quite literally, a dust bunny comes out. And it falls in the initiative order. Uh, So, Thea, you're up next. First things first. (laughs) (laughs) Good anticipation building. Thank you. I'm immune to poison and disease. Okay, so you shouldn't have been hopping, but you did anyways. I know, I did. But now, should I be having the munchies? No. Through their touch is poison, correct? No, no, no. Okay, well, I hopped just for funsies because I didn't want to feel bad about himself. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to fucking search for food, even though I feel like Thea's probably a person who's always hungry anyway, <laughs> just because of recreational yeah. activities. So, as that is happening, um, I know I am still frightened of this creature. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, in I'm not going to move any further toward it. However... I am going to, I I see it's made of fabric. I'm going to flaming sphere its ass. So I make a five diameter sphere and I launch it at this motherfucker. And I'm going to use a fourth level spell slot. And that's going to do something. Something rad. The dragon does need to make a dexterity saving throw and take uh, half damage on a a, uh, successful. Um, And then it also creates a bonus action. Well, its dex is only 12 for the save. That's not enough. But it has legendary resistance, so if it fails a saving throw, it it can choose to succeed instead, which it does. Mm, That's fine. It can take half my damage. I'm glad I chose a higher spell slot because for the damage increases by 1d6 for each slot above the second level. So that means, so it's 2d6, 3d6, 46, 5d6 damage, and you'll take half that. 22. Uh, so, yeah, it uh, is vulnerable to fire damage, so it takes full fire damage. Ooh, you guys! So it takes 22 fire damage. Is it made of polyester? Does it just... Uh, it's cotton. Really? Oh, cotton. okay, well. Doesn't hurt. Too bad. Yeah. I know, right? Does it just go whoosh? <laughs> like, I, and it was polyester, and it just... Like that. Yeah. <laughs> she was up. gone. <laughs> it's not flame retardant at all. Rungs cheered. Uh, it's the dust bunny's turn, and it's going to attack Thea. Bring it. Uh, this adorable dust bunny comes up to you, and it begins jump kicking you. <laughs> you take 1d6 plus 1 bludgeoning damage. I feel like I'm Sylvester, and I've met this, what I thought was a mouse, but oh my god, it's actually a kangaroo, and it's beating the shit out of me. Uh, so you take three bludgeoning damage from this <laughs> dust bunny's jump kick. I'm okay with it, because it's adorable. Um, and at the end of its turn, the dragon uh, heaves forth two more dust bunnies, and they come out. And we all make a collective... Aww. Yeah, it's Deesa's turn. She grabs a similar war hammer to Flint, and she runs over to the giant dragon and rolls very poorly. <laughs> Holy shit. Does not do well. Aww. And um, we all yell, Deesa, what the fuck? Uh, I'm and speaking for a lot of us right now. I apologize. Swings wildly. She's like, sorry, guys. <laughs> but it's Grancis's turn, and Grancis stands up, and you hear him whisper, an incantation. What does that sound like? I'm gonna heave the heave the hop it over the over the Oh boy! <laughs> God. 
Uh, well, let's hold on. Let's see if he does well. He does well. So he casts magical spell. <laughs> Hashtag, wow, you don't okay. need to be a professional to be a DM. Uh, yeah, that's right. He casts fifth level magic missile. Oh, shit. So he gets to roll 8d4. Jesus. So you see him whisper this incantation, Oh boy! And it, these missiles, eight of them, fly out from around him and strike the sock dragon, and it takes 18 force damage, and it's knocked back a step, but it's its turn. And he swings his tail towards Flint and Disa, because uh, they are closest near them, and Flint, uh, towards Disa, it rolls a 12, which does not hit. Towards Flint, it rolls a 23, which should hit. Yeah. Uh, so its tail swings forward to you, and you take 15 bludgeoning damage from this tail. Okay. And those are its two actions. And now it's Nulara's turn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd probably just stay in the mud puddle, because I can't move towards it. Because I'm still scared. You, yeah, you've, uh, yeah, your mud puddle stuff. I'll get you. Probably just have this one more round, and then your mud puddle stuff will disappear. So, well, it's doing wonders for my skin. So, well, good. Silver lining. Uh, yeah, I still can't really like do anything. So I'm gonna try again to not be frightened, so I can uh, do something. Sure. Uh, it, that's wisdom. Yeah. Yes, wisdom saving throw. Yeah. I'm gonna get so wise. Get ready for it. I'm really shaking this dice, good. Ooh, I did get so wise, you guys. It's 19. And that will succeed. You are no longer frightened, but that is the end of your turn. Yes. New Lara the Wise. <laughs> and at the end of your turn, the sock puppet makes another tail attack towards Flint. And that is a critical 20. Damn. Why is this guy so mean to me? You're closest to it, dude. You run in. I'm just, just playing the game. Uh, so that's, uh, I rolled poorly though, so you're probably okay. Uh, that's eight plus five, so that's 13 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Could have been worse. Uh, Flint, you're up. Okay, let's start swinging that axe again. How's this dragon looking, by the way? Is he looking like he's in full sock health, or what's happening here? Mm, you know, he, he, he's got some frays around the edge. A couple threads are coming loose? Yep, yep. But okay. uh, but no nothing no stuffing's fallen out yet. Okay. <clears throat> that is a seventeen. Seventeen will not hit. Oh okay. Twenty one. Twenty one will hit. Excellent. Sorry, did I just hear a seventeen will not hit? It's yeah. a good thing I'm fucking using spells. That is what you heard. God damn it. Uh, so that's thirteen damage, Russ. Okay. And I'm going to use my action surge to attack him again. Oh, sure. It's a 19. 19 will hit. 10 damage. And I'm going to take a healing surge. Seems like a good idea. It really does. Uh, so, the sock puppet lunges forward towards you, Flint. Make a dexterity saving throw. So many throws. Uh, 16. 
and gobbles you up. <gasps> you are now inside the adult sock puppet dragon. That's exactly where I wanted to be, guys. And after being <laughs> swallowed by such a dragon, you must escape out the other end. Oh. Its length <laughs> is 60 feet and considered difficult terrain. If a, if a creature ends its turn inside of the sock puppet dragon, they must take a two, uh, 2d6 poison damage. Okay. Good God, man. Uh, Thea, you're up. Okay. You look forward and you see Flint just be devoured by this. Also, I am resilient versus poison, just an FYI. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, Russ doesn't actually mean that. He does not think that's cool. P.S. You also touched the dragon. Uh, <laughs> so you uh, are susceptible to its used gym sock ability. And it, it reeks of body odor. So you have disadvantage on charisma checks until you clean yourself. How charismatic is he trying to be? I, I having just, just come out of a sock puppet's anus. I think uh, charisma is not an important thing at this time. I'm just I'm just trying to keep true to the character. Sweet Jesus. Okay. Um Flint buddy. How many hit points you got? Uh I'm okay for now. You're good? Okay, because I worry anything I do to the sock puppet's going to adversely affect you. Um, but all I have are spells. No, you so it's go not for like, it. It's not like I can like aim specifically for its head because you're in its gullet or something like that. It's just gonna happen. It's just happening. It's all good. Okay. Um, I'm gonna gay ass this shit. How do I Gesh. say Gesh. <laughs> I can say it however I want to. Um, I'm gonna gesh all up in here. Uh, so I'm going to, um, I'm not going to conjure, I'm going to abjurate, I don't know, onto this dragon. I'm going to place a magical command on him that is going to force him, well, I'll technically refrain him from harming anyone in our party. Mm -hmm. I assume the creature can understand me because I speak draconic. Well, it speaks common, okay, but sure, well, yeah. yeah. Okay, then. Then no excuses. It's a sock. <laughs> Amy, it's a fucking sock. Obviously, it speaks common. <laughs> um, right? What it's Obviously. Used <laughs> it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by me for the duration. Okay. It succeeds. No, no it does not. Legendary resistance, it chooses to succeed. It's got three of those per day. It rolled a three, but Legendary Resistance says I can succeed that. Pretty sweet spell, that Legendary Resistance. Pretty well, I much. think that just cancels out my fucking spell. Yeah, so what What do you scream up at it? Fuck you, motherfucker, and I ram my current Flaming Sphere at it. Sure, that, that, it will take that. Yeah, it will. Uh, dexterity saving throw? Yes. 18. Fine, it takes half damage. Which is full damage because it's vulnerable. Yeah, it is. Uh, and I, that was a level, oops, this, that was a level four, so that's a 5d6, 24. 24, it will take 24 damage. Yeah. And well. let out a sock-like bellow. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I imagine a sock yeah. to. <laughs> um, yeah, Cool. I'm uh, really mad about that whole, like, the first time I try my gay ass thing and it doesn't work. 
I'm sorry. Uh, you tried it against a dragon, though, so... It didn't matter if it was against a... Oh. Does every dragon have that legendary yeah. thing? Oh. Good to know. Good, Good to, to know. know. I did not know right? that. This is interesting we information. Need to do, we need to do more research. We are not very good players. Uh, and it heaves forth two more dust bunnies, and it is all of the dust bunnies' turn. So there are five of them now. They rush forward, one to Grancis, one to Nulara, Flint inside, one to Thea, two to Disa, and they kick the bejesus out of everybody. <laughs> uh, Grancis takes uh, three bludgeoning. Is that, Nulara takes... Is that bejesus? Are we calling three a, a bejesus now? Three bejesus. It is a unit of measurement now. Uh, it's canon. Nulara, you take five bludgeoning. Thea, you take three bludgeoning. You mean a bejesus. A bejesus. <laughs> and Disa takes... Ooh, jeepers. Uh, Disa <laughs> takes... Uh, that is seven plus eight. is fifteen bludgeoning. Whoa, that sounds more like a bejesus. That does, yeah. right? Three isn't quite enough for a bejesus. Yeah. And Disa sees that Flint uh, has been gobbled up by the dragon, and she... Uh, is filled with a lustful filled rage. filled with a lustful rage. <laughs> <laughs> That's Amy's fault. Sorry, dude. Uh, and she pushes the dust bunny aside and strikes into... Oh, strikes into the dragon <gasps> for a natural 20. Yeah, she does. Lustful rage! <laughs> it's 5, 11, plus 2 is 13 slashing damage. I yell, you owe and her a date now. Cuts a hole down near the lower end of this sock. Ooh, maybe he can sneak out of there and not the anus, because I mean. You never know. Uh, Grancis' turn. So he lines himself up with three of the dust bunnies the two on Disa and one on himself. And he fires a hundred foot long, five foot wide lightning bolt. Nice. That he's like. Yeah, it's 16th. But he's like... <laughs> God. Boy, it worked! And he casts lightning bolt that strikes through and puffs the three dust bunnies into nothing, and the the dragon takes 8d6 lightning damage on a failed Whoa. save. Wow. On a failed save. It no chooses to succeed. Save. This is its third succeed. But it will take half of 8d6 lightning. Damage. How many times can it use that skill, Russ? Uh, three per day. <gasps> Excellent. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, six. is slightly attracted to Grancis and feels really six. ashamed about it. She should, because as much as he's like kind of proving himself in this fight, we would absolutely not be in this situation if he wasn't such a dolt. Yeah, no, 30. who who so. thinks that they accidentally vaporize, like, a species or, like, a colony of frogs and also somehow ends up having a magical, gross, sweaty gym sock dragon? Um, yep. So, yeah, well, you never know. That's um, our Grancis. So this dragon <laughs> takes uh, half of the damage, which is... 15 total, it would have been 30 if it wasn't half, mm. but it ignites and is now on fire Uh-oh. and it is Flint, get the its fuck out of turn there. and it throws its thread breath Ugh. again. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
No. Yeah. So I need a dexterity saving throw from Nulara, Thea, and Grancis. Fifteen. Six. Okay. <laughs> oh, I hate that so sound. So many dice. So I really wish I could lie. So you Nulara, know, like, he didn't Thea, see my roll. and Grancis. Twenty-six. Guys! Bludgeoning damage. With a 15? Damn, son. Holy Uh, shit. You gotta beat an 18. Damn. Uh, Sorry, how many? A million? Million two? What'd you say? Yeah. 26. 26. Million two. Pretty close. Metric fuck time. Does Thea still have that mass cure all or whatever Uh it is? Uh huh. (laughs) Just have to make it to my turn. Nulara, you are up. The adult sock puppet dragon. Stop calling it an adult. (laughs) Can we call it Saki? Saki. Thank you. Saki is on fire, frayed at the edges. There is one dust bunny still kicking you, uh, but just keep that in mind. Um, But it is. uh, that's the state it's in. You no longer feel like you need to cover yourself in mud, um, but you did you say yeah you saved from frightened, so yep. you you can you can do what you need to do. Great, I'm going to attack the sock monkey instead of doing nothing, which is what I've done this whole time. <laughs> uh, that is uh, 27. To oh attack. my god! Yeah, you run forward and you slice into Saki. Great, so that is 14 damage. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It will take this. Some of that's fire, yes? Uh, yeah, the... What was fire? Sorry, I already picked up my dice. No, I didn't. Five of that was fire. So it takes an extra five. So 19 total. Okay, I'm going to attack it again. Yeah. That is a 22. That will hit. So four fire damage. So eight total. Then nine piercing damage. You strike into Saki... And it lets out a moaning, dry bellow as it falls down and you slice into its body? Two? (laughs) Two? (laughs) And it is dead. And you see Flint crawling through the threaded mess and he emerges from the hole you cut into this sock and you hear a a hush among the grungs and then an enormous cheer at the end that you have defeated the sock puppet dragon and the gates are opened at either end of the arena and the gold grung and the orange grungs are hopping forward to come meet you I, I limp in front because I'm, I'm not doing very good I have two hit points left I limp in front of people and I go no touchy no, and I wag my finger, and I'm just like, mm-mm. The I other, know they can understand that. Mm-mm. The other dust bunnies kind of just poof out of existence. The gold grung hears you say, no touchy, and he's kind of shrugging and poking in your direction, uh, shaking his finger at you like he's trying to tell you that he needs to touch somebody. To I put able. my hand out. Mm-mm. And he touches your hand, and you... Uh, you you can't be poisoned. So I nothing, go psych and I push to Grancis you. towards him. Uh, okay, so Grancis goes towards him and he touches Grancis again, and you see them talking in Grung. 
for quite a while. Which sounds like... It's very for musical. quite a while. It yeah, was, well, it was kind of frogs. pleasant in like a unpleasant kind of way. Yeah. And he turns <laughs> to you and he's like, Oh, guys, so they're going to let us go. I just have to make sure that I get them back to where they came from. I mean, it's going to be tough because originally I came with, with two grungs. And now there are a lot of grungs. But that's for me to deal with. I'll deal with that on a later date. Anyways, we can go. We can go. They're going to lead us out. It's going to be fine. It's going to be good. Uh, I guess thanks. Good job, everybody. For getting us into this. Yeah. I need a nap. Thea's thoroughly cranky. Her high's worn off. She didn't get to have mashed potatoes. <laughs> You did have mashed potatoes. That's why we're in this predicament. <laughs> bite of mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's a powerful spell. So they uh, lead you out, and you get back into the living area, and you see the grungs kind of just surrounding Donnie. Every now and again, one of them pokes him so that he can't really do anything. <laughs> Poor Donnie. <laughs> ah. Yeah. And he's like, ah, guys, we shouldn't fight these frogs anymore, ever. Always. Grancis runs over to his book and he's like, I need a hand flipping the pages. Somebody help me flip, 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 flip the pages. Somebody. Okay. Yep. Uh, so you guys go over and flip through this big dusty book and he gets to the page that he needs and he starts whispering. Oh, golly gee willikers on Sunday on a swash banana, bibbidi bobbidi hana. And... He casts Enlarge on everybody. It was slightly Lion King, slightly Jewish. I like it. Yep. It's good. Um, and everybody grows back to their normal size. Yeah. Um, except the grungs, because there's a lot of grungs. And he's like, I'll deal with the grungs at a later time. I promise, grungs, if you can hear me down there. And they, you see them all. It's like Flip a, them the bird and walk It's like off? a bunch of like fleas kind of just running across the floor and they get back into the wall. Yeah. And flip them off as they all run. Uh, I made, I made some pie. No, thank you. Mm -mm. Oh, I I look at them and I go drinks in my room. Sounds good. So you guys, uh, all lead out. Uh, is going with you. She doesn't talk very much. Apparently, apparently not once. Not once. Sorry, Disa. Nobody engaged her, so I'm just saying. Uh, we had our own shit going on. It has been an unsettling meal. She also took a pretty good beating at the hands of the sock, uh, or at the dust bunny. The dust bunny, so. true. She did get, like, blind dated onto, well, I guess not blind dated, but she came to a setup uh, Christmas like dinner. Like Roger Lodge could have been there? I'm wondering, like, was this, like, old school catfishing? I'm like, no, yeah, you should. <laughs> you should totally come meet he my friend. He wants you there. And then yeah. and then get kidnapped by tiny frogs. Yeah. Where where the guy I set you up with doesn't talk to you the entire time yeah, so, you are like kidnapped by tiny frogs. Yeah. So Lisa, she kind of follows you and she's like, you know what? I'm uh, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go. Tisa, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Y- you guys get into some weird shit. Um, <laughs> There's a reason why they call us the. Weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping one time it's just gonna really come naturally. Like, I love it. Yeah, you're trying. You're trying for us to just volunteer something. But. I like that you keep going for it. Uh, it's, yeah, I'll. Uh, you know, 
Flint, next time you're in, maybe just stop by stop by the store. I think my dad wanted you to check into some things. Anyways, I'll uh, catch up with you guys another time. And she hobbles out. <laughs> oh, man, she hobbles now? Yeah. Gosh. Uh, but you guys go get drinks in, uh, in Thea's room? To fucking frogs, am I right? I think we got to ditch Grancis, guys. Like, th- this is too much. <laughs> Thea, you're with me, right? I don't know. His uh, his his cool songs when he's casting spells are pretty great. <laughs> I can can I cast a spell if we're not in like combat? Yeah. Anyone else hurting? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna cast. Um, I'm gonna cast mass cure wounds and or no. I shouldn't do that. We can just rest in my we'll room, just right? Rest. You're all just, yeah. you're all just chilling. We're yeah. just gonna chill. There's no immediate Let's danger. Let's just say I mask your wounds because I'm a badass, so we can all feel a little better and have less of a hangover later. Even though I know we're having a long rest, and that, and I'm gonna get that spell slot back anyway. So why don't I just take, um, you know, I like this mask your wounds to prevent hangover. It's <laughs> 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 pretty. Solid. I was gonna say, why don't I just take, um. Some people say it's a glass of water before you go to bed, but no, it's a mass cure wound spell. It, it's certainly a mass cure wounds. I was just going to take, um, oh my God, I can't think of the word. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, not responsibility. Like I'm going to take, oh, you guys, come on. Proact. Car- no. Carla, you're sober. Come on now. I don't even know where you're going with what you're saying though, my friend. Like when I you, take... when, when you're like, I totally did that. Like that was all me. Like ownership? Ownership. No, not ownership. Like, but you're proud of it. Like, you're like, that was me. This is the episode (laughs) where they try to figure out the word for. Oh, my God. You guys, there's a word for it. (gasps) This is going to drive me crazy. Anyway, so just carry on with this Grancis talk. Fuck Grancis. <laughs> Let's ditch him. Like, I mean, sure, he has an airship. Well, maybe we can still get one more ride with him because he's got a head to take those little cute froggy dudes back, right? Where they came from. Yeah, but, w- yeah, but where is he going and where do we need to go? Probably not something we're going to solve having drinks on Christmas night. Well, no. And I mean, we have that meeting. Yeah, I was just trying to leave us an opening for a faster overland travel instead of having to go and oh, no, fair get enough. other so adventures on our next trip somewhere. Fair. Oh, I think this could be leverage. Hey, remember that time you shrunk us and those frogs kidnapped us? Listen, we need to go into the spooky mountains. I don't, I don't know any of the landscape around us. The give spooky me, mountains sound give awesome. Give me like though. a more. <laughs> well, right now you're in a major metropolis city. No, which I is know that, but like, and... no, but like, if we had to go somewhere, like we went to like, like uh, the snowy place. Check your guys' quest log. You guys have a place you need to go. Anyways, yeah, you can definitely use that as leverage. So you guys have drinks and you you jovially talk about all your winter solstice endeavors here with Grancis and your rest. You feel good after your rest. Much better than being beaten the shit out of by a sock. (laughs) Uh, So the next day you are called upon uh, by Leosin and he leads you to where the council is having their their meeting and he says uh guys i just warn you things are a little things are a little tough right now nobody's getting along and you're gonna walk into something that's a little hairy uh just be prepared to to talk it out and justify things that have happened and will happen and know that 
It'll know all, that you're behind us. That we know that we have support that here. You have support from from all those that matter. Uh, long story short, uh, there's been a death, an apparent suicide that some people believe may have been a murder. Who was murdered? One of the delegates on the council for the Harpers. How is it done? It appears to be a suicide, but there are clues that maybe lead to the fact that it might not have been so cut and dry. Great. So it's like CSI Miami now. Who's going to whip off their sunglasses? Somebody say something witty. They suspect that maybe one of the Zenterum, the, the Black Network, uh, yes, you know who they are, go back to episode two, might have been in on it. That's all the information we have right now. And he opens the door, and you see the entire council chamber barking and yelling at each other, screaming across the room. It's mayhem and chaos. And you look to the head of the table where the last time you were here, you saw Lord Neverember. You see Lady Laryl Silverhand, and she is sitting at the head of the table, and Lord Neverember is not there. Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. You know what I'm saying, Vern? Cool. Shirley? Yeah. Not Laverne. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I was going to make fun of Russ for his like super dated reference, and somehow Amy made an even more dated <laughs> reference. <laughs> it, it was pretty impressive. Amazing. We're, we're, ma- we're made for each you other. You are. It's so sweet. Um, oh, you don't like talking to yourself. I take it back. I push no, Flint no, toward no, him. You push Grancis towards him. It's fine. You don't want to make hot toddy talk? I can do whatever you want. <laughs> who, okay, who wants to be touched by a grung? Oh, no. Nobody admit to that. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It's a tale of learning and healing. We've got a whole province going to see one overworked witch in a candy cottage that's been chewed to pieces by the local kids. Of fairies and magic. You're touching the sapphire of assessment! I'm not touching it! I'm just putting my head near it as I focus my brainial waveforms on it. Stop it! I'm not even touching it! Of struggle against the odds. This is my team. They may not live up to your vision of a perfect, efficient department. They don't live up to my vision of a stampede in a barnyard. Ooh, Kingly, that's how you know it's working. And now, it returns at last. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, Season 2. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, from Fable and Folly. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or look us up at fableandfolly.com.